Welcome to this season two episode of the Me Sweet podcast. I'm your host, Donna Peters. I am a career coach for people who want a life, who want to live with what I call a Me Sweet mindset. Just like leaders in the C suite, we need to do three things well in our own personal lives. First, letting our personal core values guide our decisions. Second, keeping our day to day life running smoothly. And third, staying fresh and relevant for the future that we wish to have. Here, our guests balance the aspirational with the practical by sharing tips on what we can start doing differently on Monday to lead our lives with a me sweet mindset. The number one thing I've learned is that people are amazing if you give them a chance to tell their unique stories. So let's get in there. On today's episode of The Me Suite, I have a special guest. Her name is Ishul Chayurli Katinji, and she is dialing in for an interview with me from her home country, Turkey. Ishul is a marketing professional at one of the top talent and future of work consultancies in the world. You might have heard of it. It is called Mercer. She is also a former professional tennis player. And I think there's an awful lot that we can learn from that amazing career and past in teamwork and resiliency, et cetera. So we're going to take this in a lot of different places. I am thrilled to welcome into the Me Suite thought leader, Ishul Chayurli Katinji. Thank you, Donna. It's great to be here and uh, to be on this episode with you. I'm really thrilled as well. Thank you for that. Ishul, let's start with your core values and how they have guided some key decisions in your life. First one that comes to my mind is respect, and that covers being fair, Mm -hmm. to be respectful for people's private lives, values, their time, capabilities. The second one is definitely hard work. Mm -hmm. Never stop learning. And never stop sharing what you've learned. And also learn how to do research. I think that adds a lot of features to what you can do with that. Third one is don't be afraid to put your hand up for initiatives and create opportunities for yourself and your team. And you'll be surprised what those can take you to. Mm -hmm. The other one is motivate and be motivated. Especially know what motivates you and study others to find this, this information. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the things I've shared so far is coming from my athletic background. I learned most of these core values, or let's say I did grow them up in mm-hmm. me at an early, actually at a very early age. Mm-hmm. And the last one I want to close out with is um, I listened to an interview of some great tennis players. Uh, it was Rafael Nadal. Feather, mm. some others as well. And yeah. they were asking them just one question. I remember one answer from uh, Rafael Nadal. They asked, what is your best advice you can give to people? Mm-hmm. And he just answered with one word, and that was copy. And, and everybody was like, what does he mean? And what he meant was just copy the best practices. Mm-hmm. You know? What is the best in the world for whatever you're looking for? And I think all these core values are what has shaped me. And I try to stick to them. Yeah, such a thoughtful list. Are you the kind of person who has these written somewhere and you look at them and stay grounded to them visually? Are you the kind of person that maybe thinks about them every quarter? I actually do write them. Okay. And I actually pick them up and write blogs around them as well. Uh, for example, at my personal blog, mm-hmm. there was a list at the U.S. Open facilities. Mm-hmm. 
And it was just giving some, you know, different adjectives that you can pick up from. And I, I, I thought that was really interesting. And I did like put that on the side and then came up with a blog around it. So I definitely write it down, try yeah. to visualize and then apply it to my life later on. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what you might say. You see very focused and deliberate about it and everybody does it a little differently. And I think we learn from what others are doing. So thank you for sharing that. Sure. So let's spin over to the topic of talent and future of work. I know you have a lot of passion in this space, not just because you work for a talent professional services company, but it's just how you seem to go through the universe. What is your perspective on the future of work and what advice are you having for people that are listeners of the Me Suite? How I see it is, I think life and world has changed tremendously. Mm-hmm. It's been a true transformation for the mankind and workforce. Mm-hmm. Mental health and keeping balance is going to be key as people struggle with anxiety, loneliness, stress, and uncertainty. This is how I see this period. Mm-hmm. I tackle this question actually from two dis- different perspectives. And obviously mm-hmm. this brings in Mercer experience. Yeah. So for the company's perspective, how I see it, Firms right now are challenged for employee experience, mm-hmm. cost, and health, and, and the well-being of their employees. So I, I would say that they should concentrate on these areas to be relevant and keeping their best telling go, talent going forward. For people, I see a couple of different things. Uh, I would say skills. Mm-hmm. Besides, uh, you know, hard skills, soft skills are going to be the trending ones, and they're vital. And when I say soft skills, I would say innovative thinking, mm-hmm. social and cultural awareness, and adaptability. I mean, if you look at this world right now, I think that's number one. You know, mm. like, how are you adapting to this pandemic environment? Because mm-hmm. it's changing tremendously. And the other one that comes to my mind is teamwork and partnership. Because it's really the good network that's going to get you where you want to be. Data and reading of data will definitely be more important. Mm -hmm. And the perspective of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I think will be invaluable going forward. So that's what I see, kind of like the topics in the future of work. So we should kind of realize the talent market is actually smaller now, you know, because of this whole pandemic. Uh And when I say smaller, it's in the terms of the reach is easier. You know, like there is remote work right now. Maybe before we couldn't think of doing a job for an American company sitting where we are. Right. Right now, it actually became more possible. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage people to think bigger and look beyond the locations they're, they're at. Because yeah. I, I see this world, as I said, smaller now. And that's probably an acceleration of the pandemic uh, status as well. Yeah, smaller and the fact that we feel we have more in common with others exactly. because we're facing... And, and more reach, and more yeah. reach, more yeah. reach. Um, and I would say, you know, Mercer has a great study around this. It's called the Global Talent Trends. Okay. It actually studies the future of work and it gets the perspectives of the C-suite, mm-hmm. directors and employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely encourage the listeners to look at that study. That's mm-hmm a lot of good hints, what's coming up, what's valuable, and what is trending. Yeah. So when you were saying things like social and cultural awareness, 
equity and inclusion, innovation, data, that's a really heavy lift. You're really challenging everybody to really just be a better human being. Yes. Right. I, I think that's what matters. Yeah. I think future of work is going to look at those topics in, in a deeper sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at the world right now, how they're reacting to anything around equality. Mm-hmm. I think the, the protests are just, just bigger. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, those topics are just going to get more and more important in our lives. Mm-hmm. And data, um, maybe it was less important, but I don't think we, any of us can look not beyond that anymore. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something we all have to be mindful of for whatever we do. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier in your core values, this word research and how important you have seen research be in your life. What did you mean by that? And is it related here to being more socially and culturally sensitive, being more data focused? What did you mean by research? I think it can, it can relate best with skills. Okay. One of the questions that's asked, I think a lot, especially with young generation, mm-hmm. like which are the skills that is going to have more impact? What is more valuable? Mm-hmm. What is more tangible? Um, so for example, just doing that research, you know, just, I would say, don't be limited to what's given to you at a university. Mm-hmm. What is offered to you just through your online classes? Mm-hmm. Look beyond that. And that could be like researches from World Economic Forum yeah. or listening to a session of Davos or, mm. you know, listening to a TED Talk. And that could be on a topic about just mental health. Yeah. All those different things that you could research and add to yourself, I think is valuable. Um, and you can apply that thinking and that knowledge anywhere, actually. Yeah, I love it. There's an analogy with the chief learning officer mindset of if you were or had a chief learning officer for your own life, what is your own personal learning plan? And you're giving some tips for that. Exactly. And I was talking to a um, a professional friend today, um, Mm -hmm. corporate life, and he was using that term lifelong learning. Mm -hmm. I think this is what it is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not learning only at, you know, when you go to school. Mm-hmm. It's not learning at only when you're taking uh, trainings at your corporate life. It's yeah. beyond that. Yeah. Are there specific things that are from your professional tennis life that people may find surprising in how relevant they are in your now corporate life? Yes. What are they? I'm always fascinated yes. by these, <laughs> these uh, non-traditional career paths. Yes, um, I would say losing. Oh, okay. And accepting the loss and okay. coming back. Okay. That's something because tennis is such a mental sport. Mm. It's, you know, um, the tennis matches can run for hours. Yeah. And you might feel like you're winning very easily, but if you lose a concentration from a 6-0, 5-0, you can mm-hmm. lose a match so easily. Mm-hmm. So I would say first thing I learned is accepting the lose mm. and and learning how to come back. Yeah. Um, so resilience also is a big part. You know, how do you stay resilient? Yeah. In, in an environment that you're losing. I think those are the top two that kind of popped up my mind when you asked that question. Yeah. 
What about in your professional life where you are a leader in the marketing space? I think about us now in this environment, we need to be networking, building relationships, but we're very limited in how we can do that right now. There's a lot of talk about personal branding and how we show up with our personal brand and social media, just like you had professional tennis lessons for the corporate world. What are your marketing pieces of advice for me, sweet listeners? That's a great question. Actually, I see it as a world of opportunity. Remember okay. I said world is smaller now? Yes. It is in the digital area because we're all capable to make contacts and be much closer to anyone mm-hmm. we want due to social media and other platforms that's available. Mm-hmm. And when those are used correctly, these all can be very beneficial for self-marketing. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the marketing comes naturally. I mean, let's say you are an outstanding scholar, athlete, doctor, then you get that marketing automatically. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make a difference, let's say you don't have that, um, then I would say build the capabilities, learn new things, mm-hmm. make new contacts, and definitely stay relevant. Mm. Staying relevant is related to the comment you made earlier, wasn't it? About yes. doing research, take the TED Talk, be curious about what's being discussed at the World Economic Forum, be knowledgeable about the topics at Davos. Yes, and, and as I said, you know, I think skills is very important. You can mm-hmm. all add new skills to what you have. Yeah. And, um, so for building yourself, you know, and you can combine skills, you know, like you can combine a design skill with a technical skill. Mm-hmm. And something out of that. So I think it's very important to look beyond and always add new skills to yourself. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular new skill that you have some curiosity in adding maybe in 2021? Have you already given some thought to what yours would be? I think I really want to concentrate more on writing um, because I said, you know, I really enjoy kind of sharing my either experiences or best practices Mm -hmm. or learned different things uh, to, to different audiences. And mm-hmm. I do have an interest, especially for the students to reach out to them. Because uh-huh. I know how much the competitive, the corporate world is right now. So yeah. Anything we can help them with, you know, in terms of their career, building their career, shaping their career. I think I really feel um, I want to do more in those fields. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a challenge for you to answer my last question of what advice do you have for people to do differently on Monday? Because you mentioned that Nadal had said copy. (laughs) So I wondered if you've been challenging yourself to have a one word answer to that question. What do you recommend me sweet listeners do differently on Monday? Um, I would say definitely consider your purpose or your life goals. For some people, this comes very easy. Yeah. And for some don't. Uh, but if you're one of the people that doesn't come easy, mm-hmm. I would say think of what do you enjoy doing? Okay. What gives you energy? What work have you done in the past that inspire or motivates you? Mm-hmm. Or just conversely, conversely, you know, just think of what activities drain you. Mm. So if you kind of look from that angle, then it's easier to come closer to your purpose or your life goals. Wonderful. Is there anything that we have not talked about that you would like to share with me, sweet listeners? You've had such an interesting career and international life. I feel like I haven't touched on enough of it. 
Uh, no, I think we have. Um, mm -hmm. I think this was a great experience for me. Uh, thanks for giving the chance to be on this uh, episode with you. So if anything, um, hoping I'm sh I shared is it's valuable. And uh, I also learn and also share your work as well, because you are interviewing some very respectful people. And I really hope that it reaches more and more people. Yeah, thank you. This is Ishul Chayerli Katinji, everyone. And please check her out on LinkedIn as well. And thank you for joining us in the Me Suite. Thank you, Donna. to the podcast and give us five stars if you like what you're hearing and learn more about the me suite career coaching and professional development at themesuite.com it's the dash me dash suite.com suite is spelled like executive suite this is donna peters and i thank you for having me in your ear right now find me on linkedin facebook and twitter the me suite a source of power for the life-minded <laughs>